Welcome to A Work of Grace, a podcast to encourage and uplift Christian women in everyday life like marriage, parenting, and godly womanhood. If you've been married any length of time, you've likely heard the, but it's your wifely duty advice. Is that good advice to offer a struggling wife? On today's episode, we will discuss intimacy in marriage with, is it really my duty as his wife? Reflecting on her own struggles with intimacy in over 20 years of marriage, Amy will dispel the bad advice of intimacy being the wife's duty. Here's your host, Amy Imbo. Thank you, Sarah. Quite a few years ago, a younger friend was preparing the final details of her wedding plans. And with a playful grin, I mentioned to her that two of my favorite verses in the Bible was 1 Corinthians 7, verses 3 and 4, which read, The husband should give his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. She agreed with me, and we had a good chuckle about it. However, over the years, I have come to see how this little passage has been taken out of context and the original meaning that Paul intended. This advice on marital intimacy is seriously lacking. Sure, maybe it sounds good at first, but when I really thought about it, the advice just didn't sit well. And perhaps you've fallen into the trap of this advice as well. Are you believing the lie of being intimate with your husband in the name of duty? Are you wondering, is it really my duty as his wife? And you've probably heard that advice, or maybe you've even given it to a friend. A scripture says my body belongs to my husband. Therefore, I should not deprive him. It doesn't matter if I don't feel like it. I should give it to him anyway, because it's my duty as his wife. Okay, it is true. Scripture does say that husbands and wives should not deprive each other. But I think we've taken this whole duty thing out of context and way too far. So let's dig a little bit more into this. Is it out of love or out of duty? Let's start with a bit of a different scenario. So you get home after a day of crazy errands and you find a lovely bouquet of flowers on the table. Your first thought is how sweet your husband is to think of you and surprise you with such a wonderful gesture. As soon as you see him, you gush and thank him for the flowers. His response is simple. Well, it's my duty. He bought them for you because that's just what husbands do. It's his job. Does this change the way you look at flowers? Do you even still want them? Do you wish that he had bought them for you because he loves you instead of out of duty? I don't think I'd be alone in my response to that scenario. My heart would be full of disappointment if my husband bought them for me out of duty. I don't think I'd even want them anymore. The flowers, as beautiful as they might be, would mean much more to me if they were purchased out of his love for me. Well, the same goes for husbands and sex. A loving husband doesn't want to be intimate with you because it's your wifely duty. It would be like saying to your husband, well, if I really have to, I will because it's my duty as your wife, but let's just do it and get it over with. That's not a message of love. When Paul talked about the marriage relationship, he assumed that there was some degree of physical attraction there. He believed that there was desire between husband and wife to be intimate. 
he did not hold to the first century consensus that the husband maintained all rights to sex and marriage while the wife weakly submitted to his desires out of duty. Sexual enjoyment went both ways between husband and wife. Verse 4 says that a husband is to render to his wife the affection due to her, and likewise also the wife to her husband. It is clear that intimacy was intended for the enjoyment of both husband and wife. Paul supposes that intimacy in marriage is equal and not one-sided, that both husband and wife enjoy the act, hence the word affection. This hardly gives the idea of wife servicing her husband merely out of duty is what ought to be expected. When we begin thinking and believing that intimacy is simply a duty to perform, a chore like doing laundry or vacuuming, then why should we be surprised when it feels like a duty? When Paul told us to take every thought under the authority of Jesus Christ, he also included thoughts of intimacy with your husband. Every single thought. What would happen if you started to change your thought pattern about intimacy? What if every time you thought about it being a chore, you took that thought and placed it under the authority of Jesus Christ? And what if, when you did that, you replaced it with his truth? Did you know that God intended marital sex to be gratifying and pleasurable for both parties? If you aren't sure about that, then you might want to read Song of Solomon, maybe even with your husband. And maybe, just maybe, if you started to change your heart attitude, and dear sister, that's exactly what this is, a heart issue, you might begin enjoying intimacy with your husband as God intended when he created sex. Marriage is a representation of the gospel message. It's a model of brides of the bride's relationship with the bridegroom and vice versa. Our bridegroom, Jesus Christ, went, the, went to the cross for us, his bride. Not out of duty, not because he had to. He went to the cross and went through all he did out of his love for us. Ought we not do the same in our own marriage? Let's not give in to the lie that any part of our marriage is duty, but a joy, a wonder, and a gift. A delightful gift from God. Yes, I know it can be hard and it takes work, but anything that is worth something takes work. You have to fight for it and fight hard. If you've been feeling like sex is just a duty in your marriage, well, you've been lied to. Are you ready to pick up your sword and begin fighting in this area, for this area in your marriage? Are you ready to tell the father of lies exactly where to go? Because trust me on this, he'd love for you to believe this lie about sex being your duty. When you believe it is just a duty to perform, that's when you grow apathetic. And when you are apathetic in your marriage, well, that is very dangerous territory, my friend. Sometimes we share with a trusted friend that we are struggling in this area of our marriage, and she offers this kind of advice, this faulty advice, that it's our duty to be intimate with our husbands. So suck it up, princess. Get the job done. Because if you don't, then he'll turn to pornography, or worse, another woman. And you feel hopeless and just so disappointed. Is this really, really what it's supposed to look like? Is it what it's supposed to be like? 
1 Corinthians 7.5 says, Do not deprive one another except with consent for a time, that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again so that Satan does not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So that's where this advice has been taken out of. But the advice that is given is, is not right. Your friend or whoever said that to you is dead wrong. Clearly she is believing a lie about sex being a wife's duty. But you don't have to fall for it. You don't have to sink into that deep, dark hole. You have a choice here. You don't have to suck it up. You can actually enjoy it. And if you're stuck and you're not sure what to do, then here are some tips. Tried and true, my friend. Tried and true. Start praying. Pray hard over this area in your marriage. I am constantly praying over this aspect in my marriage. I ask the Lord to help me to be content, seeking Him for healing and joy in this area. In the past, I have asked him to ignite the passion for my husband. The next thing you can do is start fighting. Really, this is a fight. There's no mistake about it. Sex is an important part of marriage. It ties our souls together. Don't give up fighting for healthy intimacy, ever. The third thing is to get godly counsel. Obviously, not your suck-it-up friend but someone you can trust to give you godly wisdom and counsel, someone who will pray with you and for you. The next thing you should do is talk to your husband and ask him to pray for you. I don't think there's a husband out there who wouldn't want to pray about this because they know that they will reap the benefits. And your husband loves you and he wants you to be whole. Maybe try some natural herbal supplements. I've gone this avenue too, and it helps. Check your diet. If you're filling your body with unhealthy stuff, that's going to affect your libido. And there's spiritual healing. Maybe you need to uh, look into that aspect as well. Uh, I have a post called for the wife who doesn't feel sexy, and that that would be helpful if you are, uh, you know, you're struggling spiritually with this in this area, and you need some healing. We need to change the way that we think about intimacy and marriage. We need to stop thinking that it's just a duty, that it's a chore. We need to stop thinking in fear that if we don't perform our duty on a regular basis, then then our husbands are going to turn elsewhere. That is not the point of, of that scripture verse. We need to just be thinking in a healthy way about intimacy in marriage. And, and that starts with with Jesus in our relationship with him. So my friend, begin thinking of intimacy in your marriage as a wonderful gift from God instead of just your duty. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Is it really my duty as his wife? You can read the blog post of this podcast at amyimbo.com. Just click the link below the podcast in Podbean. You can also find me on various social media using the links on my site. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's podcast. Leave a comment and let me know. Next week, we'll talk about how does a husband wash his wife in the word? And I will share with you what it means for a husband to sanctify his wife and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. If you've read that passage of scripture and really have no idea what it even means, then I think that you'll enjoy next week's podcast. Thanks for joining us this week on A Work of Grace. Make sure to visit our website, amyambo.com, or work of grace. You can subscribe to this podcast on Podbean or download from either Podbean, Google Play Music, or iTunes. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, 
We'd appreciate you sharing it on social media. Just click share below this podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. In the meantime, remember, you are rescued, redeemed, restored.